Hey, girl. Do you step on the scale every morning to see where your weight has gone? Does stepping on the scale daily send you down a path of negative thinking? Well, today in this episode, I'm going to share with you three tips that might help you rethink that daily encounter with the scale. It really does make a huge difference in our day. And if it's something that's negatively impacting your mindset, it's time to lose the scale. So hang in with me and let's dive in on these three steps. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Why are we so obsessed with the number on the scale? So many of us have struggled, are struggling. When we get on the scale, like it really does impact our emotional being. And this has to stop, right? Like we can't keep allowing a number to dictate our day. And for a lot of people, they're stepping on it every single day at the very same time. And if that number fluctuates even a little bit, that can send you down a path that is not good. And there's really no consideration for what's been happening or what is happening with your body, with your hormones, with, with water weight. I, for so many years, um, really didn't have a scale in my house. I never, I never had a scale in my house because I didn't want to have that temptation. However, the scale was available to me at, at the gym, at where I work. And so of course I would get on it there. So it really didn't help not having it at home because I had access to a scale and getting on that scale was for me, certainly a way to, to kind of manage to see where I was going because of the fact that I binged eat so, so much. I was afraid that that number would shoot too high and I wouldn't be able to manage that with exercise. And so my jumping on the scale was, okay, how much did that binge cost me today? How much did that binge over the weekend cost me today? And, uh, so I would use that scale to really help me dictate like how much workout I was going to do. So for me, that was really detrimental to uh, not just my body, but my mindset. And some people are not really focusing on the exercise portion, but how much am I going to starve myself today? Because I have two more pounds more than I think I should on this scale. And, you know, it is really a very lonely place to be when you are so reliant on what a number is saying about you. And it is so, it is really plays such a very um, crucial part of our self-value. Like, why do we place so much effort, so much value on this number? And obviously the, the, the diet culture doesn't help and the way somebody's got to look or somebody should look doesn't help, you know, what society is telling us. But today I, I want to talk to you about that number and really that, you know, it's some, it's sometimes a lack of knowledge, right. For, for what, 
that number is really sharing. And, um, you know, finally, these these last several years, learning truly that number on the scale, it could fluctuate six to eight pounds, depending on the person. And just even in a couple of days, based on what, what our hormones are doing, what, you know, retaining water, that kind of stuff. So really after education and learning to really let go of the numbers and really focus on other ways to measure how I'm doing in terms of my weight, really the freedom began to come when I let go of that number because of the fact I was not being controlled by how much exercise I had to do. And um, I just want to share three tips with you today just to help maybe begin to free you from the scale, begin to free you from that chain of, I have to step on this every day to know where I am. And it's a process, right? Especially if you've done this for years and years and years, you've got to be able to begin to slowly work, work some habits into your, into your life that are less and less dependent on stepping on that scale. The first one is that obsessing about that number on the scale can actually make you feel worse. We just talked about that, but there are studies to show that no matter how amount of obsession that we have or how much shame we feel, it doesn't motivate us to do better in, in the long, in the long run, in the long game, like this type of behavior, this type of like shaming ourselves, it doesn't motivate us to do better. We just kind of stay in the same place or maybe even takes us down a, a, that negative path. So first of all, stop obsessing about that number because it actually isn't going to motivate you to do something differently. When I say that, if, if you're somebody who would look at a number and if you're up two pounds, you maybe you skip breakfast, like that's not really going to do much good for you because chances are you're going to eat those calories at dinner because you skip breakfast when you normally would eat it. And so it really doesn't motivate us to do better. It really just keeps us in this constant cycle. So number one, stop the obsession about the number because that is not going to motivate you to do better. Um, the, the daily fluctuations, it, it is super important to understand that there's way more going on with your body than just a number on the scale. Your metabolism is super smart. The things that are happening in your body, we don't fully understand. And all of us are different. The daily fluctuations can do more harm to our mental than, than good. So that's why you don't want to be obsessing about the number because it's going to fluctuate. You have to understand that the shift in the scale once per week, maybe that is something that you could work towards, uh, or using other methods to track your progress, like how your clothes are fitting, uh, how you're feeling you know, it, it's in your clothes, you know, a lot of times if you can't button your button on your jeans, well, that's a good indication that you've put a little bit more weight on around the, the midsection. Um, and what do you need to do to, you know, got to watch a little bit more about maybe I don't eat ice cream after dinner or, or whatever it might be. If this sends you into a negative tailspin, when you are getting on the scale, you, you might need some accountability you know, tell a trusted friend, look, Hey, I need to stop obsession about the scale. Can I take the scale to your house? And when I feel ready, I can bring it back and weigh, weigh myself, whatever, whatever it takes, right. To really begin this, the stopping of the obsession. The second tip is to find another way to track your progress, which I just mentioned how your clothes fit. Are you sleeping? Well, are you eating? Well, how is your energy level? How are your stress levels? You've got to evaluate 
these things and understand, am I getting better in these areas? Okay. Are your clothes fitting good? Do you, do you like where your clothes are fitting? Okay. Well, let's talk about maintenance, maintaining your weight. That's great. If your clothes are fitting well, you feel good in your clothes, then let's keep doing what you're doing, right? If the clothes feel just a little snug, maybe you make a, a very small adjustment in your, in your eating, maybe a small adjustment in if you, you've, you've added a few snacks, maybe that you shouldn't be adding that are just adding extra calories. Maybe you're taking taking several bites of food while you're making dinner because you're hungry, adjusting yourself a little bit so that you are finding less and less calories. And over time, you're going to start seeing those clothes a little bit better. Are you sleeping well? I, I say this, I ask this question because when we don't sleep well, that sets us up for cravings. It sets us up for holding on to weight because our bodies are not the cortisol doesn't have a you don't you're not giving your body a time to kind of reset, restore. And so if your your sleep is off, it can really impact holding on to weight. And so that's another thing you want to evaluate, tracking your progress. Are you sleep, you know, are am I sleeping better? You know, think about that. Some of our, you know, if you wear that watch, the Apple Watch or whatever type of a Fitbit that you that can track your sleep. Maybe you're paying attention that way or just trying to be more mindful about getting to bed without looking at your phone right before bed, making sure that the room is cool and that you're not, you know, getting up because you're hot or whatever, making sure you're not drinking fluids all the way up until it's time to go to bed so you're not waking up three or four times. Again, you've got to be thinking about how you can make progress in that area. Are you eating well? Obviously thinking about what nutrition that you're getting throughout the day and is it is it enough is it too much you have to be able to evaluate that and are you getting better are you progressing with that if you're trying to make some changes energy levels are pretty huge stress levels really impact your your ability to let go of or hold on to weight you know when our bodies are stressed our metabolism will go into, you know, that survival mode. So it may slow down to try to conserve our energy. And so it's important that you are managing your stress. Take a walk. That is one wonderful stress reliever outside. Get outside, take a, take a 10 minute walk that can breathe some fresh air that can help reduce those stress levels and anything that you can do to try to eliminate when you're feeling stressed, maybe you're, you're, you're at your desk at work, take three minutes to, to do some deep breathing exercises. I know it sounds silly, but if you've ever taken yoga classes, the yoga breath, I mean, that that is, I, I really take advantage of that, especially when you find yourself in a situation where you start to begin to get anxious. Deep breathing can certainly bring down your heart rate and you know, bring oxygen to your body, kind of wake you up a little bit and, and hopefully kind of relieve some of that stress. So think about ways to do that. If you are under a lot of stress and feeling overwhelmed, because that can certainly impact, um, the number on the scale. And then in turn, the obsession continues. So last tip, educate yourself on what the number really means. Don't just use the scale as your progress report. Because if you're somebody with a goal of really having an athletic physique, right, your strength training, you know, muscle weighs more than, than fat. And so being able to understand the difference between building muscle and gaining a couple pounds because muscle weighs more than fat 
Like you have to be able to handle that and figure out mentally that this is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Again, looking back to how the clothes are fitting versus the number on the scale. Water weight and hormones will affect your number and and can affect your number from day to day. I mean, it's especially as we kind of get into the later part of life, into the menopause and and just the fluctuations of hormones. You know, seek out a place that's going to evaluate your body composition. That's another another alternative. If there's something called a bod pod, uh, different places may have this available, or you can go to your, you know, if you've got a gym membership, personal trainers can do um, a body comp test. There's also something called an in-body scan, which is the most reliable probably because it does do um, a little bit better scan because it's taking into consideration your bone density and your a lot of other factors. You have to fill out a form that's really in-depth and then they do a, a scan um, with you in a particular state. So that the in-body exam or the in-body scan is something that would be a little bit more reliable than just your general, like using fat calipers to um, measure the body comp. Uh, but you can seek out maybe a local gym that may have that or look around if you really want to know what those numbers look like instead of focusing on the scale. That's just a suggestion. And, you know, use the numbers for good. Don't turn them into a negative. Reevaluate your goals. Begin to use the scale less and less and less. If it is an obsession for you, have that accountability and understand that that number is going to change potentially daily. And it doesn't mean that you are less of a person or more of a person because you are a certain weight. Super important to begin to shift that mindset into, let me look at this a little bit differently. It's, it's a number that's going to help me evaluate where my goals need to be. And it shouldn't be something that is, that is obsessed over every single day, because again, it can impact you negatively. And then your mindset is, is, is down the wrong path. And in reality, it doesn't motivate you to do better. It's going to just keep you in this place in this cycle of negative feelings, shame, and feeling like a failure. So I hope this has encouraged you. I hope that um, you will take some of these tips and really begin to put them into practice and stop focusing on that number on the scale and understand that you are far more than a number. I pray that you will be encouraged, that you will know who you are in Christ and that you are a child of his and that he has so much more in store for you in your life than focusing on a number. Take care. I hope that you will join us in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. And if you want to connect with me personally, would love for you to email me, Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.